0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. This is David Hogan, the recovering carb addict. Tonight's show is Carb Trackers and the Like. So we're going to dive in in just a minute. Let's get a few technicalities out of the way. Uh, this, the format we use is Blog Talk Radio. The show is ported over to my Apple Podcast. Afterwards, the link for listening on Blog Talk also serves as an archive link where you can listen twenty four seven. Uh, the reason we use a call-in format platform is for mostly for when we have a guest speaker that people can call in and ask them questions, but we always welcome you to call in if you've got a comment, a question, or something you want to add to whatever the topic is that we're talking about, the call-in number, which, by the way, I was asked last week uh, why it was uh, I can't remember if it was an if it's an Iowa or an Idaho area code, but Blog Talk Radio was originally, I've been using them since 2006, back when I had my newspapers. Uh, they were originally out of New York, and every person that uses it gets their own guest call-in phone number, and they pretty much have them all over the country. So uh, it, we're not in the Midwest. I'm doing this out of my bedroom in moody alabama a suburb of birmingham so but that's the reason it's a 563 area code so the guest calling number is 563-999-3460 that's 563-999-3640 if you call in you'll be greeted by a, a nice english lady recording and you can hear the show while you're waiting to listen, just so you know. Um, If you want to ask a question, some people actually listen over the phone that don't have an Internet connection. You can use that number to do that, too. Uh, If you have a question you want to ask, if you'll just, when you've called in, hit one on your keypad at any time, It'll throw up a little raised hand beside your name on my studio switchboard, and I'll bring you live. And you can introduce yourself. Uh, You can, you know, just use your first name, where you're from, or if you don't even feel comfortable with that, that's fine, too. Uh, Do understand this is not like old broadcast radio I used to be involved with. There is no eight-second dump box which would allow a broadcast station uh, with FCC rules if someone said something profane or something like that you could hit the dump box key and it would back up eight seconds and you could you know take it out so th- this is live if somebody calls in to, if somebody acts out and does naughty I'll just hang up on them that's pretty much all I can do, but be warned, I can't control people that call in, and some people get a kick out of playing pranks, that's just, you know, uh, doorbell knockers, and people that hit mailboxes and all that, we can't stop that in the world, we just do the best we can to keep it at bay, so anyway, moving on, 563-999-3460, tonight we're going to talk about carb trackers. So they're all over the place. You know, they're in iOS apps, Android apps, uh, your computer. Um, the apps have been around forever. I, I used to make a little side money back when Palm Pilots were popular. I had several Palm Pilot applications um, that were basically they were the Palm was used as. Uh, all kind of communication device, but a lot of it was to make lists of things and to track things. I had a very popular one called Sig Track that allowed people to track their smoking when they lit a cigarette, how they felt when they lit it, if they put it out before. And a lot of people said it helped them to quit smoking when they were taking the approach of uh, transitioning and cutting back instead of like I did. I quit smoking in 2010, cold turkey, um, after some surgery from diabetes, but that's a whole other show. The idea is if you can track something, you can measure something. Um, I, I worked for PC World Magazine before the World Wide Web started. I taught computer classes I uh, had my own network computer business before I got in the newspaper business. Uh got exposed to computers in the Air Force. And when I taught my Windows classes back around 92, 93, um, you know, probably the business program that drove computers the most back then was the good old Spreadsheet. Um And back at that time, there was a fight going on between uh, Lotus One two three and of course Microsoft Excel, and we all know Microsoft Excel won out on that one. But the whole idea allowed businesses to input things and then measure it, compare it, filter it, find trends um A perfect example would be a truck line trying to track fuel consumption and miles per gallon and See if certain trips, they got better or worse, or certain trucks, certain engines, things like that. Uh, because when you can measure something accurately, now accurately is going to, going to become a key word, then you can take action on it. You can find out what's causing problems, things of that nature. So the very first thing you kind of need to ask yourself about any form of carb tracker, calorie tracker, list or anything like that is, why am I doing this? And you may not even know. I mean, you, you may have the basic, well, I'm trying to get healthy. I want to track my carbs. Um, well, that's a good thing. Um, but you might not even really know what you're tracking or what you're looking for to. you get involved and do a little more research online. But at least when you talk to people, you talk to your doctor, you talk to friends you talk to others in the low-carb community or things like that you can say well this is what I eat you know and and you can go back and you can find it so um, you got to figure out why you're doing this and like I said you may not even know why you're doing it to start with now it's very easy to get confused I remember people that followed the calorie in, calorie out, calorie expenditure for years upon years, and most of them, myself included, that, yeah, they always lost some weight. Everybody lose 10, 15 pounds. Then you'd get tired of the diet. Not only would you gain back the 10, 15 you lost, which a lot of that's just water, you, you'd gain back double. So dieting became a constant yo-yo. So, you know, hopefully, um, if you're listening to me, you're probably in the low-carb, keto, keto carnivore lifestyle, um, and you're probably online, you're probably listening to online doctors, some other people. You're going to find out that people get really serious about tracking carbs. Uh, not everybody. In fact, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, some people get down to, well, I want this many macros. I want uh, this percentage of fat, this percentage of protein, this percentage of carbs. I want to be under 20 carbs. And I want to be under 20 net carbs. No, I want to be under 20 total carbs. You know, And, and this, this can get deep, and it will get deep. And, and you'll learn where you fit and where you're going to learn new things you are going to abandon things. But if you know what you eat, you know how it impacts you. So that's the reason we're talking about carb trackers and the like. Now, one of the things I want to tell you before we get into some of the many, many, many apps out there, Carb Manager, Chronometer, um, uh, all kind of apps, is that when I used to teach Windows classes back in the 90s, I, I tweeted this, I would tell them about a app they already had in Windows. And we didn't call them apps back then, they were programs. And it's Notepad, just notepad.exe. Uh, a simple text editor uh, that came with Windows. You didn't have to buy it, it was an extra. But I showed them before they you know, ran off and bought Microsoft Excel or a suite and paid a lot of money, and it was a lot of money back then. That sometimes all you need to do is write down information and save it as a file. You might automatically be thinking of Word that you could do that in Word or old Word Perfect or Lotus or you know Ami Pro or all the old programs from back in the 90s. But good old Notepad, which came with Windows, I taught them a trick. They could do. They could open up Notepad. On the very first line, they could type a period and then capital letters L-O-G, hit enter. Then save the file, whatever the name they wanted to track, Um, food, miles per gallon, medicine, whatever. When you open the file back up the next time, right where the cursor was flashing, blinking, waiting for you to type, right above it, it would have inserted a date and timestamp. Then you could type whatever you wanted to type and save your file, open it back up the next day, and there was your date and timestamp, what you type, and a brand new one waiting on you. So you had this really nice chronological list of whatever information you wanted to track and it didn't cost you a dime. It came with the Windows program. Now You probably already have something very similar to that on your phone, be it an iPhone, an Android, whatever. Um, And it may be all you need, and it may not. I mean, there's going to be people, I told you, people get very, very detailed and serious about this. I know you've got to use this program because it will give you the micronutrients along with the macronutrients and break down the various Compounds and and that may be exactly what somebody wants. Uh, you know, they may be stalled in their weight loss or in their blood glucose monitoring, and carb creep might have happened. If you don't know what carb creep is, that's where you think you're counting carbs, but you're not. You're overlooking the carbs in condiments like ketchup, or in uh, yeah, even a couple of eggs will have one carb. Uh, uh, black coffee a couple of cups of black coffee has carbs believe it or not So you know these some people want to get down to the detail level some people are very detailed some people aren't But you can take in I'm gonna use the iPhone for example. That's what I use notes. Just good old notes And you know notes allows you to create folders different notes with file header names you can pin notes I know many people that when they get in a rush and don't have time to open up an app like Carb Manager, um, they'll just start a note and put food and the date, and it's already in a food folder. Now, let's take this a step further. You're like, yeah, but I don't want to type that. Well, typing it sometimes can be a lot faster than trying to track it down in an app database, but let's go a step further with what the technology on your iPhone or your Android can do. I I don't have an Android, but I know some people that do the same thing. I think they use a program called Google Keep if someone wants to call in and tell us what they use for taking notes. And I'm sure there's third-party apps you can buy, just like there are for the iPhone. I'm just telling you about notes that's included. So, but the other technology that's available to you when you're in a hurry, down and dirty, and we'll talk about why you may be in a hurry hurry, and this may become important to you, is dictation. If I'm in a hurry and can't type or something, I can just pull up notes, start a new note, put the day, and hit the little dictation microphone and say... uh, Ribeye, steak, broccoli for lunch. And I'm done. Now, no, it's not going to give me the carbs and the protein and this and that and the other. But it lets me know what I ate. If I want to go back and enter it in an app, I can. Or maybe I don't. Maybe I just want to know what I ate that spiked my sugar or made me feel bad or maybe go to the bathroom or or any number of things. But what I'm trying to convey is tracking your food can help you figure out what's going on. You could come right behind on that note 30 minutes later and say blood glucose rose to 140, fell back down to 115 an hour later. It could become both your food and your glucose log. And we'll get to that in a minute. There are some apps that do both. Some do it well. Some do it kind of well. But before we move to these other apps, just remember, sometimes it's merely a matter of listing what you ate. You know, if I reviewed at the end of the day, and I looked at my blood glucose readings, and they weren't good for the day. Cause I say the only place I have my readings is on my meter. And we'll get to glu- continuous glucose monitors in a second. Then I could go, well, dang, I had some bad numbers. And if all I, you know, if I didn't have a big app and all the breakdown of this, that, and the other, but I did have notes, and I opened it up, and I went, okay, ribeye, broccoli, that's not a problem. Ooh, wait. Oh, man, I had like two bowls of macadamia nuts. That's a boatload of cards for eating that many. You know, then I've just found my problem. I've measured what I ate, even if it's just to list it. And now i figured out, mm, you know, the there's four carbs in a quarter cup of macadamia nuts. I probably had four cups. I had a can from Publix. Yeah, maybe we're not going to do that anymore. So using something you already have can be beneficial. And and let me add this. Maybe you do use a fancy paid-for app, but you just don't have time to do it. You're in a hurry. You're running through the airport. You're trying to pick up kids. You're doing whatever You might find what I just mentioned with Notes or Google Keep or whatever text edit program you use to be just the ticket to not miss meals. Now, that is a problem I've heard many, many people say about apps. They just don't have time. They start out being super, super detailed. They're putting in everything. Uh, They're trying to scan everything to get it just perfect where at the end of the day they have this beautiful pie chart of how much fat protein and carbs they have and how many calories. For those of you still doing that, I'm not a calorie person. Uh, that'll be a whole other show. I've tracked calories my whole life and the only thing that ever helped was whoever was trying to sell me a diet and a calorie counter. But anyway, I digress. Um, if you can list something and list it honestly and always be able to do it you are more likely to sustain using it just like you hear when we talk online and in groups and in forums that if a lifestyle change and a diet is not sustainable you're not going to stick with it just stick with it for a while now with that said, I do hope that you come to a point in your life if you want to. Some people get a kick out of measuring carbs and micronutrients and macronutrients and ketone levels and you know, they buy a ketone a ketometer and you know to see if they're in ketosis and that's fine. Whatever you do is fine. I'm a big what works for you works for you kind of guy. I have been my whole life. Um I am not a a low carb Nazi. I, I don't believe in pounding my low carb beliefs people with a low hitting them over the head with a low carb hammer. Um, they're going to have to find out what works for them, no matter how much we insist that we know the only way. We know what worked for us if it worked for us. So different people do things different. Ways. Some people are detail, very detail oriented. Some people are down the middle. Some people do good to even think of what they ate. Now, moving on with free stuff. I know people that have created a folder on their phone for food. You know, everybody laughs at people on social media for taking pictures of their food, but there's a lot of people that that's how they track what they ate. They just take a picture of the food. They look at the, the meta details and the info of the picture to see what happens. Some people actually hit the edit button and insert the date and time or things of that nature. I, I'm trying to get you to realize there's more than one way to skin a cat. Sometimes you don't have to pay extra money to do it. Sometimes you may find simpler things to do that you already have more sustainable and easy to use than some things that have all the fancy bells and whistles. And I'm not knocking the fancy bells and whistles. Um, I use Carb Manager, it is a fantastic program. The programmers, the company that, that support it, do it did a great job, I'm, I am not knocking what they do. But it's not for everyone and everything has a learning curve that's another thing you're going to find out about a lot of these various carb trackers and and the like is you know you do have to learn how to use it and you know what it's okay to screw up some of us have such a hang up about doing something wrong that can come from all kind of things all the way back to childhood employers football coaches cheerleading sponsors that you know maybe they didn't treat us fair on some, so we're just scared to death that we're not going to do something right. Well, I can promise you that I have used a lot of carb trackers, a lot of calorie trackers before I realized calories didn't matter. Uh, for me as a diabetic, it was more about the carbs um, and not eating sugar and other things that I'm big advocates about. But I used all those things, and not once. And I screwed up many times using Calorie King, and which is a good program for calories. I'm not knocking Calorie King. I'm just saying I screwed up, picked the wrong amount of serving size. I did something wrong. And not one time did that app or program jump out and slap me in the face for screwing up and doing wrong. Not once. It's okay to screw up. And now, like most things, it's not okay to continue to screw up. You may be so overwhelmed using a complicated program that you're inputting wrong data. You because you, you're just overwhelmed with choices. What's the serving size? Well, I don't know. I'm not standing there holding the label. You know, but a lot of people are. They won't even, you know, before they eat, they they go scan every single box. Now, I love food that, that can't be scanned. You may think, what? Well, to me, if it can't be scanned, it's a whole one ingredient food. There's no scan for broccoli. There's no scan for a ribeye. Uh, there are scans for some things, like, you know, there's bacon that, you know, may be cured with sugar, and, you know, it may show up in one of your carb trackers, the the carbs that are in that certain type of cured bacon. So uh, uh, the point I'm trying to make is that some things are simple enough that they don't have a lot of ingredients. Uh, you know, you will learn, if you watch carbs over time, you'll know in your head how many carbs a half cup of steamed broccoli is. You'll know how many carbs one slice of pizza. To this day, I just figure a slice of pizza from anywhere is going to be 45 carbs. Now, you can argue with me and you can find slices of pizza that are less than that and that, but I've found that to be a pretty darn good average of how bad the carbs are in pizza unless you're doing a keto cauliflower cheese only crust pizza. So I hope I've driven a little in this before we move to a couple of the apps of there are things available that you already probably own. There's also a notepad, a a piece of paper and a pen. Um, Some people love that. Some people write in journals every single day, and maybe they just need to journal their food as well. There is always a way to do something. Um, I know one person that would take the box tops from things and throw them in a bag, so she knew what she ate. I mean, there's just you know the the amount of ways to keep up with something are endless. Point I was trying to make: you may have note, uh, notes, something in Google, Google Keep, or something Word, Pages, something you already have that you can easily use that you're comfortable with that you can dictate, which means you don't even have to type. So think about that. All right, um, somebody just dialed in and hung up. But uh, anyway, and and like I said, I don't expect a lot of call-ins. The call-in number, if you want to say anything before we move to a couple of these, is area code 563-999-3460. That's 563-999-3460. Okay. Now, there's some popular ones out there. actually there's quite a few out there. Uh, Daily Carb Pro, Carb Manager, My Fitness Pal, uh, the Atkins Carbon Meal Tracker, My Keto, Uh, there's just all kind of apps and some of them do detailed things. There's also apps that were designed for blood glucose monitoring that also have food databases. I've been using one for years. that has a heck of a food database in it and scanning capabilities known as Diabetes Pilot. Um, It has a great food uh, database. It breaks down everything, but it was designed to track your blood glucose, your insulin, your medications, and things of that nature. It has unbelievable reporting capabilities. Um, Other apps, before you get into dedicated carb trackers, with the advent of continuous glucose monitoring systems coming on the market, they have uh, input for the readings you take. I use a Freestyle Libre uh, CGM continuous glucose monitor, and it has a place to input food, the carbs for the food, what meal it was, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, uh, along with places to inner exercise and notes and things like that. So that may be something if you're doing a CGM, you may think, well, you know, I haven't been really tracking my food. I'll just put it in the notes section of the of my CGM when I take a reading. So there you go. There's something else you may have that you can utilize that you just possibly weren't utilizing before um, because there's so many apps out there and so many people swear by different things. You can do a simple Google search best carb apps and it'll bring up many many things. Um, You you can then deep dive into that and it'll tell you why this one or that one, the pros or the cons and things of that nature. There are a few little things you've got to watch out for. The learning curve obviously um, and most all of them have a learning curve, but some of them have unbelievable help of uh, youtube tutorials uh things of that nature um and then you need to see if it, if you're gonna be a detailed person how it's going to handle the macros is it going to let you freely enter things without worrying about a percentage ratio between the protein, fat, and carbs, or do you have to pick a carb percentage? Can you customize that carb percentage? Um, I know, like I said, I use Carb Manager and Diabetes Pilot, and both of them do a great job. They can actually allow you to create recipes, meal plans, copy um, something you ate to paste into another date. I know I use that from time to time in Carb Manager. Some people swear I think the other one's called Chronometer or, or, or something like that. I apologize to the uh, producer, um, but there are so many things out there. All you got to do is Google them. Just. I encourage you to try the seven-day trials. Many of them have. Just remember to cancel the trial if you don't like it. Um, and you know, the, uh, you might want to start out using notes or Google Keep before you purchase something, just to see. Just to see, am I going to track things even at the simplest level? And if you find you're tracking them at the very simplest level, just opening up notes, dictating what you ate, doing that for every single thing you ate, you may review that after a week and then go, well, you know, I did pretty good at that. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm ready to move on to Carb Manager or some of these other apps. And, you know, um, Atkins, Daily Carb Pro, my fitness pal, things like that, move on and say, Well, you know, I, I I'm kinda stalled. Maybe I need to look at the various different things or discuss with my doctor. So, you know, there's so much out there now that you can choose from. Don't be scared to play, to choose and to screw up. You know, um but You're not going to know if you screw up if you don't review at the end of the day, Uh, yet another reason why you might want to start out with something as simple as a list. I'm going to tell you another little tip before we wind this up that a lot of people I know use. There are so many people that use um, Alexa, and just saying that, she lit up. Alexa, stop. Stop. You heard her say, okay, Um, but if you use her, you can create lists on that program or with Google Nest and things like that. I've actually tinkered with that and created a a list that I called food intake, and I would just say, add so-and-so to the food intake list. Then I'd just pull up the Lexa app and was easily able to review what I had on the list, You know, and so uh, knowing that the last one I entered, sometimes I would say what I ate and put a date with it, and Alexa would put the date there too. So, you know, there are so many ways to do this. Um, Do a little research, do a few internet searches, DuckDuckGo, Google, whatever you use, um, talk with each other, Don't be afraid to talk to the tech support and chat with them, talk with them. Also, when you're searching, find out what kind of tech support they have. Do they have a community? Um, Look at YouTube videos. And just remember, when you're sitting there with your doctor, he's going to know, you know, what do you eat? Well, you can show him. I mean, some of these programs allow you to print out a very sophisticated list, and that means a lot to a doctor. But the big thing is, is it an honest list? If you're leaving out things because the app is too darn hard to use, or you just don't have time, or you know that, you know, well, I'll try to search for something, and it brings up user input instead of input from the manufacturer, and... You know, I can't always scan a barcode. Those are the things, really give it a test drive if you're going to download that and start a trial. Uh, Some of them are free. You know, many of MyFitnessPal is free, um, but you need to find out, is this worth it to me? Because very often... Uh, We love something at first. We get all involved with it. And just like a diet, it becomes unsustainable. Life takes over. So maybe try just listing things to start with, then move to an app. Try some free ones first. See if you can do this and be honest with yourself if you didn't and say, why didn't I do it? So I wish you, I'm going to line this up. I wish you all the best. Uh, We've got Thanksgiving coming up. God bless you. I hope you're thankful for many things, and uh, be thankful that you're thinking about your health and your family and things of that nature. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll list what's on the topic for next week very soon. Have a great evening.